Welcome to Cases and Controversies, a Supreme Court podcast by Bloomberg Law. I'm Jordan Rubin. And I'm Kimberly Robinson. This is your sneak peek for the week of November 9th. Just three cases this week because Wednesday is Veterans Day, but we'll have arguments on immigration, suing the police, and the long-awaited Obamacare case. We're recording this on Friday morning at 1045 Eastern. Votes are still being counted. The AP hasn't called the election yet, though it looks like Biden is poised to take the crucial battleground state of Pennsylvania, among others. Trump has filed some election lawsuits this week, and there's that Pennsylvania case that's pending at the Supreme Court. It's not clear that any of that will matter now, not that it necessarily would have anyway. So before we get into this week's arguments, Kimberly, what do you think we should make of these election cases that are technically still pending as we record. Well, there have been a dizzying array of lawsuits either filed or threatened to be filed by the Trump campaign. Um, All things from alleging voting irregularities in Nevada to late arriving ballots in Pennsylvania, the case that the justices have had before them since September. But I think the key thing to think about these cases is that none of them so far seem to evolve enough votes to actually sway the election. So the case that's before the justices out of Pennsylvania, for example, would only affect mail-in ballots that were received after election day. We don't know what that exact number is, but it doesn't seem like it'll be enough to erase the lead that Biden has seemed to put up there. Um, Additionally, even if there were enough ballots at issue in that case, there are other states that could put Biden over the line. So at the end of the day, I just don't think courts are going to factor into this election. Well, so that's that. First case of the week on Monday deals with immigration. What's happening there? Right. So first up is Neat Chavez versus Barr. Um, it involves immigration, but more specifically crimmigation, um, something that's the intersection of immigration law and criminal law. So this one is a follow-up to a case the justices decided in 2018. It involves a, quote, notice to appear, which can cut off discretionary relief for longtime immigrants uh, who are seeking to stay in the United States despite being ordered deported. Uh, in Pereira versus Sessions, that 2018 case, the court rejected the government's practice of sending out these notices to appear without the actual time or date of the hearing at which the person was supposed to appear. So this case is going to ask whether or not the federal government can later cure those invalid notices to appear. Uh, and the second case that day, Jordan? Brownback against King. This one involves a man's quest to sue the police officers who beat him up and the government's efforts to keep that case out of court. James King was wrongly identified as a suspect and then assaulted by the Michigan officers when he tried to get away. But King has encountered some difficulties in getting his day in court against federal task force members Douglas Brownback and Todd Allen. So the law at issue here is the Federal Tort Claims Act and the Act's Judgment Bar. The act allows people to sue the government for the conduct of its officers, and King sued the government under the act and also sued the officers themselves for rights violations. What happened was King's claim against the government was denied, but the question now is whether the act's judgment bar means his claims against the officers are barred too. King says that would pose an unfair hurdle to bringing suits and would keep law enforcement unaccountable. The government is fighting an appeals court decision that said some of King's claims against the officers can go forward. And so that's Monday. 
Then the on Tuesday, Kimberly, the main event in the ACA case. Let's talk about that one. Sure. Well, on Tuesday, the justices will tackle the must, much anticipated ACA or Obamacare case, Texas versus California. So let's back up. In 2012, listeners might remember that the Supreme Court upheld the Affordable Care Act's so-called individual mandate requiring that Americans purchase health insurance. Importantly, Chief Justice Roberts joined his more liberal colleagues to say that the individual mandate was a valid use of Congress's taxing power. So fast forward to 2017, and Republicans in Congress have reduced the penalty for failing to purchase health insurance to zero. Now Republicans say not only does that invalidate the individual mandate, but that the individual mandate is so crucial to Obamacare that without it, the whole act must fall. Uh, We heard a lot about this case during confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, One thing that I learned uh, during those confirmation hearings was that she actually set in on a mock hearing of this case. And while she found the individual mandate to no longer be valid, she actually upheld uh, the entire act under so-called severability doctrine. So uh, all eyes will be on her for this case, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Right. And so the decision that she came to in this mock hearing, it seems like that that's where a majority of the court is going to end up, right? That seems to be what it's been telegraphed, isn't it? So, right. So we've had a few cases last term that dealt with this so-called severability doctrine, whether or not you know one part of the statute is invalid means that the whole statute has to fall, that no parts of it can um, remain in force. And in those cases last term, the justices did not go that far in those cases, and they really suggested that they probably won't go that far uh, in the Obamacare case too. But of course, you know, got to see what happens. Yep. Listen to our deep dive episode that'll come on next week where we'll, where we'll recap that argument and all the other ones from this session. That's going to do it for us this week. You can follow along with all the latest Supreme Court news at news.bloomberglaw.com. When it comes to the environment, there are, let's say, a lot of moving parts. Climate change, air pollution, water pollution, chemical contamination, endangered species, renewable energy, super fun, asbestos, recycling, lead, mold, radon, stormwater. That's where Parts Per Billion comes in. Join me, David Schultz, on the Parts Per Billion podcast every Wednesday to sort out everything that's going on in the environment, from the courts to Congress to your backyard. Download and subscribe to Parts Per Billion wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.